Welcome to the Tutor Podcast, the only weekly show for anyone who is in the business of helping people. If you're a tutor, a teacher, or a coach, the Tutor Podcast will help you start, grow, and love your tutoring business in plain English without the buzzwords and BS. If you want to make more money and make more of a difference, the Tutor Podcast will be with you every step of the way. Hi, it's Neil here with the Tutor Podcast, injecting uncommon sense into your tutoring, teaching and coaching business. Guys, I'm here to help. So if you're already in the business, I'm here to help you. And I'm here to egg you on if you think you'd like to be in this business and to be well paid for helping people. I'm always pleased to hear from you, to get your stories, your insights and hopefully answer your questions, solve your problems and help you out if I can. Send anything you've got to me. Email address is info at neilcamada.com. And you can always follow me on Twitter where I am at Tutor Podcast. Right then, let's get cracking with this week's episode, episode 78. When would now be a good time? Well, it's August here in the UK and it's that time of year again when I'm reminded once again of the absurdity of the summer school holidays paradigm in the uk because right about now everything's coming to an end for the kids the school summer holidays are about to end and i'm bewildered by the fact that the education system hasn't moved with the times because we're still running an out-of-date holiday model that was originally conceived to work around harvesting to release the kids to go and help with the harvests and what gives? We haven't actually moved with the technology, technological revolution, the changes in how we live. So it's probably time to adapt holidays, but don't expect it to change anytime soon. It also strikes me it's really odd that, you know, July, August in Britain is about the very best time to be here, but that's when most people bugger off on holiday. It's a bit peculiar, isn't it? Now, it's an economically disastrous model because it produces an artificial peak demand for travel. Ridiculous traffic jams, inflated prices at hotels and attractions and all sorts of problems. And just when the parents are trying to schedule holidays around their kids' holidays, everybody else in the office is doing it too, trying to schedule it around their kids. It's daft. So education just really hasn't move at the time it also means that we end up with this ridiculous shutdown of the education system for six weeks uh, bookended at either end by two weeks of virtual inactivity so that's two weeks of winding down before the holiday start and then two weeks of easing back in at the other end after the formal holiday i mean come on is this a good idea i don't think so and for me this is where being a private tutor is just effortless and easy because when everybody else has to shut things down, go to sleep for six to ten weeks and then try and get started again. As a private tutor, if you choose to, you can just truck on through all summer long. Sure, you can shut down for ten weeks, but that's going to knock my revenue down by 20%. So I tend to just carry on straight through and I have done for 21 years. 
I don't do school holidays because I'm interested in making the business work rather than having a 10-week holiday. It just doesn't appeal to me. If I'm off for 10 weeks, my students are all forgetting the great stuff they've learned along the way. And I think that's one of the big flaws of the UK education system. Anything that shuts down for 10 weeks at a stretch, give or take small change, isn't going to be effective. It's inefficient. It's ridiculous. So end of rant. As you can tell, I think that all adds up to idiocy. Uh, be that as it's mate, it's only my opinion. But this time of year is a great time to promote your existing tutoring business or to finally start one if you're standing on the edge wondering whether you should jump in or not. Listen, jump in. As, as a private teacher, especially for me as a guitar teacher, this is the peak time. And it's peak time because parents are dismayed by the absolute shambles of music provision in schools or more often than not, non-provision. So I offer individual tuition, bespoke tuition, tailor-made for their kids. And I get to do it my way. I don't have to fear offset. In fact, last time I had an offset inspection, I ended up playing jazz because the offset inspector in the school that was being inspected was a pretty mean piano player. And he asked if we could jam. So we jammed until the headmaster came in and <laughs> he looked like he'd seen a ghost and myself and the inspector were just having a good time. Two musos doing what we do. The teachers in that school were terrified. Anyway, I'm getting a little bit off track there because I think that there's a lot of things wrong with the education system. And I'm, I'm trying to convince you that being a, a tutor is actually the best thing you can do with your skills and your talents and your knowledge. And I want you to think about this. As a tutor, at this time of year, this is the moment where everybody's looking for you. And it's where, if you're thinking of just getting into it, you can begin to build the business to give you the life you want by helping other people get what they want. If your model of learning is different than you're allowed to practice in school because you're making it fun and you're being unconventional, being a little bit irreverent, I can't even say it, a little bit irreverent and playful, then you can help kids learn faster. Remember, the child is a person. It's, it's not a number on a school roll or a quota to be met. And this is what parents want for their kids. They want you and me to give their kids better than the school can. And they're prepared to pay us very well to do this. Now then, now is the best time right now to crack on. Now is always the best time. So this is the time of year when you should be doubling down on your marketing. Now, if you're not sure what marketing is, I'd sum it up in this way the job of marketing is to make the product or service more visible to potential customers to capture their attention and ultimately occupy space in the customer's mind you can do this anyway i'll tell you some of the things that i've done over the years some of these i use still some i don't i had a 
quite distinctive 4x4 truck at one time, which was signed up with my name, a private number plate advertising what I did. I even got phone calls on the motorway from people asking if they could have lessons at the service area. It's mental. Everybody knew my truck. And at the moment, everybody knows my strange left-hand drive Italian sports car. So where I live happens to be alongside quite a busy B road. So there are banner ads on my roadside fence. My running, my cycling kit and my gym kit all have my name and logo and phone number on there, along with the website address. I wear logoed soft shell jackets when I'm just knocking around. People know me. I use ugly advertising on my two property businesses. I do leaflet drops. I also have a very unusual name. I mean, how many people called Camado? Do you know? It's just a daft name. So it's distinctive. Anything you can do to get out in front of people and let people know what you do. I also sponsor local music festivals and theatre groups. I've been an, an hour-long guest spot on BBC Local Radio where I was invited into the studio to go and talk about learning to play guitar. Never want to pass up an opportunity. I took four guitars in there with me and an amp and signal processor and played live on the radio. Do whatever you can to be seen and get noticed. When you talk to people, have an elevator pitch. This is covered in a previous episode of the podcast. It's your 30-second ear-catching pitch that tells people why they'd be daft to hire anybody else. Keep practicing it so it just trips off your tongue. And keep talking. Talk to everybody. One-to-one, one-to-many. If you can get the chance to talk to lots of people, crack on with it. Ask people to sell for you. Not directly, but ask them who do they know who could use what you do. And never be afraid to advertise. Even if it's paid advertising, the cost of the advertising is a necessary cost of your business. Whatever it costs to bring you a customer must be less than the lifetime value of that customer or there's no profit in it for you. I'll do another episode one of the days on advertising. You must get yourself seen and found because there's no point being a tutor if you've got no students. You've got no students, you're not a tutor, you're a dreamer. There's no point being a coach with no clients or a restaurant with no customers or no diners. Get seen, get hired and get paid. When are you going to start this? I think now's a good time. Start now. Make a list. Aim to get 50 things written down that you can do to get your name and what you do out in front of people. Write down 50 things. Keep going. Don't stop till you've got 50. And then start on the best five. Don't put it off until tomorrow. This is the time when people are out looking for what you do. When are you going to do it? As I always say, would now be a good time? Let me know how it goes, guys. I'd love to hear from you. 
send your comments, your questions, your problems to info at neilcamado.com. And remember to follow me on Twitter, where I am, at Tutor Podcast. That wraps up for today, but join me, Neil Camado, on the next fun-packed episode of the Tutor Podcast, where I'll be busting myths, filtering fact from fiction, diving deep into what it takes to start, grow, and love your tutoring business. Have a fabulous day. Get in touch with the Tutor Podcast via email or social media, and the Tutor Podcast team will be listening. Subscribe on iTunes and you'll automatically get the latest episode directly sent to your device. And remember to share, rate and review TTP so that we can help other people to start, grow and love their tutoring businesses.